Mike Spaulding, Vince Vetrano here with you on Wisconsin's Afternoon News for an assortment of reasons which I won't belabor any further. It's Mike and me, okay? Till 6 o'clock. On the picket line, United Auto Workers striking against the big three. I feel good. I feel like we're doing it for a great cause. And I was always taught if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And I think that's what we're doing out here. That's a striking work at the Chrysler plant in Toledo, Ohio. Targeted strikes at Ford, GM, and Solantis. That's the parent company for Chrysler. Entering now their fourth day. ABC technology reporter Mike Dubusky has been on top of this since before the strike began. He is live on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline from New York this afternoon. Evening, Mike. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Vip? Uh Good, and uh, good to talk to you here in the afternoon. We uh, spoke last week just as the strike was beginning. And uh, any movement to report today? Well, uh Small movement, I would say, Vince. Uh, So the UAW did meet with two of the big three American automakers over the weekend. They met with General Motors uh, on Sunday and Ford on Saturday. Though that is about all I can tell you about the latest negotiations. All we have that came out of those meetings are two statements from the UAW. They said that they had reasonably productive conversations with Ford on Saturday, and they say they met with GM on Sunday. So we don't really have a ton of detail about uh, what was discussed or if anything changed in that regard. Um, But there is some news uh, with regard to layoffs. Layoffs are happening in the automotive sector as a result of this strike. Ford late last week announcing they're laying off 600 workers at the Wayne Assembly Plant in Michigan. These are not workers who were necessarily striking, but that plant is shut down um, the UAW had ordered certain parts of that facility to shut down, like the paint shop and sort of the, the finishing area. Uh, but Ford says, well, if we can't paint these vehicles, we can't build these vehicles. And they shut the whole plant down. Now 600 workers are laid off there. General Motors, it seems, plans to lay off workers in Fairfax for a similar reason. That's a factory that is supplied by one of the striking facilities, specifically the Wentzville, Missouri factory. Mike, do we know how many employees this affects nationwide? As of right now, so there are three plants in total that are striking at this moment. Remember, this is a stand-up strike where certain areas, certain plants, certain facilities strike. Others don't. Others continue to work under the existing now expired contract. Um, This in uh, As of right now, these three striking factories affect about 12,700 UAW-represented workers. And for context, guys, UAW represents about 150,000 workers in total. Talking with ABC's technology reporter, Mike Dubusky, is covering the UAW strike here. So let's get into what the workers are asking for, Mike, and, and the reality of their requests. They're suggesting that since over the last uh, four to five years, the, the CEOs, the heads of these giants, the big three, got somewhere in the neighborhood of 40% in uh, raises. That depends on how you do the math with you know stock mm. compensation and things like that. But let's, let's just stipulate to that. And their argument is, hey, 40% for the top, 40% for our workforce. You cover tech, and there's not a company in America that works like that. This is an extraordinary request. It really is. And the UAW doesn't shy away from that. Sean Fain, who's the president of the UAW, calls their request 
audacious and ambitious. Um, but again, you, you hit it exactly their argument that uh, the executive level of these companies has seen incredible profits and revenues, and that's shown up in their wages and their benefits. Not so for the blue-collar contingent of these companies, and they want essentially their fair share of the pie. Now, the automakers will argue that, yes, they have seen record revenues in recent years, but they're going to need every penny of those revenues if they're going to do two basic things. One, in the short term, they need to compete with companies that build cars in the United States that don't use union labor forces, and there are several of them. Hyundai, Honda, Toyota, Mercedes-Benz, Nissan among them all make cars here in the United States and don't use union-supported labor forces. Uh, the UAW, or excuse me, the automakers say that if they are to accede to the UAW's demands, they're not going to be competitive against those companies anymore. And of course, this all comes against the backdrop of the transition over to electric vehicles. Uh, tens of billions of dollars worth of development are being poured into this new technology, this new propulsion system for our cars by both the Detroit Big Three and car makers around the world, in large part, guys, because they have to. Both California and the European Union have legislated that by 2035, all new cars sold will have to be powered by something other than gasoline. The way car production works, it means that these car makers have to get started on that now, and they say they're going to need this extra profit, this extra money that is kind of at the center of this at the center of this union strike, uh, if we're going to do that. So, Mike, I know we're in day four of this strike right now. Have the auto uh, companies made any indication of overall effects on, say, I'm going out to buy a new car this weekend or something along those lines? Do we know when this will start affecting the amount of uh, cars that these dealers have in stock? So as of right now, the three plants that are striking do make uh, cars that you might know. They're mostly trucks, as a matter of fact. The GM plant uses uh, it makes Chevy Colorados and GMC Canyons, so sort of mid-size uh, pickup trucks from General Motors. The Toledo, Ohio plant that Stellantis uh, is dealing with a strike at actually makes the Jeep Wrangler, which is an incredibly popular vehicle. Um, and then the Ford plant makes the Bronco and the Ranger. Again, uh, the Bronco is sort of Jeep competitor, the Ranger, a small midsize pickup truck. Um, these are popular names. These are big names, but they are by not really the biggest names from each of these companies. Um, the just for example, the Chevy Colorado, it's about the ninth best-selling GM product. So it's not like the UAW began this strike by targeting the highest value uh, vehicles for these respective companies. Um, that you know may play a role in, in long-term dealer supply. Um, now, the Jeep Wrangler is a specific uh, thing that we should hone in on. That is a very valuable product for Stellantis, and a lot of people buy Jeep Wranglers. But dealers say they have a several-month supply, about a three months supply left of Jeep Wranglers on their lots right now. So it's unclear as to whether this strike will go on for that long, but at least for that time frame, there is a supply of Jeep Wranglers if you were in the market for one. Um, but it's also worth mentioning that this is a standing strike or a stand-up strike, I should say. The UAW plans to strike more facilities or perhaps different facilities as time goes on if they're unable to reach a deal with the big three. But we won't know what those facilities are really until the 11th hour. Sean Fain says it could come tonight, it could come tomorrow, it could come next week, it could come next month. Uh, and that's part of the UAW strategy to sort of keep the big three on their toes. Mike Dubosky, ABC News Technology Reporter, live with us from New York this afternoon. Thank you, Mike. Of course, guys. Take care.